0: Jesse
1: Shane how are you mate <laughs> I'm well my friend what's going on Not a lot man this is uh very very cool man so yeah <laughs> it's it's great to talk to you it, even though we're like I don't know in different parts of the world time wise you know it feels yeah. weird it's like time travel I can never get used to this like it's tuesday here but monday there you know, it's, it's
0: gotta, it's gotta be what Tuesday rather in the morning for you there. Yeah.
1: Uh, lunchtime actually.
0: Lunchtime. Okay, good. Yeah. I was, I'm, I'm glad cause it's not too late here and then you're at a, you're at a decent hour and yeah. you're in your part of the world. So it's all working out well.
1: <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're, and you're in a uh, sunny LA. Is that correct?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh man.
0: Yeah. Studio city. Uh, wow. right in between, uh, right in between Universal City and Hollywood, man. So yeah, oh, it's kind man. of right, per kind of a perfect location to be right <laughs> off the, right the one-on-one, eight minutes from Hollywood, you know, without, yeah. if traffic's cool, then, you know, not far from downtown and right on. Universal's across the street. I could walk to Universal from my house.
1: Oh, that, is, cool. that is freaking awesome, Yeah, it's dude, cool. It's, it's, I, I miss that place so much. I, I yeah,
0: had the man. absolute best time. So. Yeah, LA, LA's, uh, you know, uh, California's been going through hell. Obviously, yeah. a lot of people know Obviously. that, you know, yeah. And, yeah. as we all have been going through uh, a lot of bad stuff through the through the pandemic. Mm. Uh, you know, and so, but I I couldn't, I'd much rather be here than where I was in San, you know, outside of San Francisco a couple of years For sure.
1: ago. For sure, man. So,
0: For Because, sure. like, here's more convenient yeah it's more of a convenient aspect and uh you know so it's good to go man
1: it's good to go right on brother right on well welcome (laughs) to happy days man um thanks so much for being a part of this man this is fantastic this is my special um i haven't got really got a name for it yet but it's it's a really cool idea it's part of an ongoing weekly series that i plan to do for um my love (laughs) of the hard rock cafe so uh you are sir my first contestant on this wonderful little discussion
0: oh i'm a contestant am i well
1: (laughs) i i just felt like saying i was trying to think of a cool word to say and i i feel like i I almost felt like going welcome to family feud
0: (laughs) that's pretty good that's a good that's a good accent
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i'll work on it a bit more But um, yeah, man. So anyway, uh, without further ado, welcome to the show, and uh, it's it's really cool to have a nice, like, uh, casual conversation. I hate this formal bullshit where you just go, "So, tell me a bit about yourself," and all that. It's like um, we're just having two, com- you know, a conversation between two mates. So this is great. Hey mate, uh, I
0: love it. Love it. Yeah,
1: yeah. So um, Shane is uh, a vibe host. With the Hard Rock Cafe in LA, uh, Hollywood to be specific, is that correct?
0: Yeah, I started, um, I started off as a vibe host. I mean, yeah. and I guess you could, I guess you could, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, technically still say that um, now I'm an ops manager. Yeah. Um, I got, got promoted finally a couple of years ago in 2017. And, but, you know, I mean, r- really, no matter what, I, I, I'm still in that position. That's you know, so cool. and first of all, I have to say thank you for having me on today before we go any further. And it's yeah. really um it's gotta throw that out there first and say thank yeah. you so much for asking me to come on and do this with you. Yeah. Uh I'm really I'm really appreciative of that. It's awesome. So thank you. Um right. it's my but part. to get back to your question, mm-hmm. um, you know, the Vibe host, uh position, it's never really stopped. It's and yeah. um I think um I don't think I know that I've even if you're an ops manager, you take everything you learn from being a vibe host, a host, and all the other attributes that come along with that to yeah. work to work that up into the position that I've been in. And so, um, <clears throat> one of the things that I found that's been very successful for me, and uh, that's kept the longevity going, longevity going, uh, for almost eleven years now. Uh, is still maintaining that position within the company and still doing that because yeah <laughs> you know there's there's a lot of times where you get real busy and and you gotta you gotta focus your your work level on what's going on in the cafe and stuff like that. But being a post, it never stops. And just because you know you don't really have to have that that title, every employee uh, I've always tried to teach or, you know, teach every employee that's, you know, even the guys in the back of the house, you know, sometimes they have to go out on the floor sometimes, you mm-hmm. know, and, and, and drop food off at a table, you know, if, mm-hmm. if it's a chef or something like that, I always tell people to please try to incorporate that position into everything that you do, whether you're that's a server or you're a bartender or you're a host and, or whatever you do, even people in retail, you know, it all, everyone can be a vibe host, you know what I mean? If they yeah. really, want to, you know, and so, um. It's just a, a a magnificent position that um, that I got an opportunity to be a part of, yeah. And uh, I don't think if it wasn't if it wasn't for that position for me getting that position at Hard Rock, um, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure I would be doing well somewhere, yeah. you know, another attribute, another areas of life. But uh, me getting that position at Hard Rock for a brand new Hard Rock Cafe that was going to open up on Hollywood Boulevard in 2010. Absolutely changed my life, for That's sure.
1: So cool, man. Yeah, because um, yeah, man. I mean, for for those of you, you know, for the the two or three people that are listening, as I like to always say, um, <laughs> the the vibe host program is like one of the pr- most prestigious positions, in my opinion, of the Hard Rock Cafe, um, culture, um, in terms of where you can work in the company. It's because it's more than just I don't know, just a being a server or waiter or waitress, whatever, yeah. um, it's more than a bartender. It's it's exactly what the title says. You're creating a vibe. You yeah. are basically work in the room, work in the magic, making sure everyone's having a good time, and you have power of the music.
0: Yeah, that it's is awesome. It's exactly what what it stands for. Initial wise, those visual individual behind energy. Mm. that's what it's that. That's what it's that's what it stands for so yeah uh you nailed it man uh yeah. you know people that individuals that get to 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 have to get an opportunity to be in that position um there's a, there's a lot of pressure that comes with that too because of course you know it's um you know you when you get that opportunity and you're placed with all that in your hands you either make or break the vibe in the cafe. You either make yeah. or break the vibe with the guest, um, and not only that, with the employees as well. I mean, you know, a lot of employees always they want to hear what they want to hear. You know what I mean? Mm, but of course, I've always tried to make it a make it a position and make it things to where I knock it out of the park every single time. Whether it's you know, okay, cool, you have the vipad and you're you're controlling what the atmosphere in the cafe is going to be. You know, you, get, and, you and you have to be really particular about it. You, you absolutely. have to cater, you have to, you really have to cater to what, to what the guests, you have to be able to read the cafe. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to read um, guests, whether they're children or adults or, you know what I mean? Even by the way that yeah. they might be dressed. If you see somebody, which I'm sure, Jesse, you, you know this for a thousand percent. Uh, oh yeah. You know, if you see someone with a Guns N' Roses t-shirt on, or a, or a Rihanna t-shirt, or whatever it may be, <clears throat> those are going to be people that you definitely want to talk to, and definitely, mm-hmm. you know, put a song in for them, or something, or, or talk to them, yeah. about, sit down with them, and talk to them about music. Um, yeah. I can't tell you how many times, um, and how many wonderful opportunities I've had to make some of the most magnificent friends who are still my friends to this day, a guest who, who I've met in a cafe through doing, through being a via poster and, and being That's a cool. manager and being a supervisor, you know, mm-hmm. and the connection that you make. Yeah. It's about music and it's about, you know, Hey guys, well, what's going on, you know, and where are you from? Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's mm-hmm. always, there's, you don't want to really give generic and c- typical questions to a guest when you're talking to them or you're approaching them. You want to, you want to be you. Mm. you know, and um, uh, I've always thrived at doing that with the guests and the friendships that I've made, the people that I've ended up knowing that know another person from another state or another country, you know, because of that, it just brings people together, you know, so that live host and that person who's in control of that music, man, you really have an opportunity to do some really good stuff with it. And so um, I have to give a shout out to my buddy, Dave is moto. And oh, yeah, he's a legend. He a legend too. I mean, we like, I was, we kind of talked before, you know, a little bit, yeah. about, you know, before we did the podcast and um, it was so funny. Um, the day our first day of orientation. And if yeah. I can give you a visualization, it's the Hollywood Highland Please. Center. If anybody mm-hmm. out there has ever been to Hollywood and you know where the Hollywood Highland Center is, it's where they have, it used to be the Kodak theater announced the Dolby and they had a big nightclub up in the Highland Center that they let us rent out for orientation. So, like, the first day uh, I went to apply to work there, it was almost impossible to get in. So, and I'm not going to lie, I was a little discouraged. You know, I just moved to California. just got back home. I left moved, left for a couple of months to work on some films and then came back home, and I needed to get a job. So, first day I went, I was like, no, not going to do it. And then I went back the next day and, like, hey, we have the perfect position for you. It's a post position. So, I got it. And then the, our first day of orientation, I sit down at this chair, you know, and I'm like, okay, this is cool. And our our, our opening day of orientation was like being at a Motley Crue show. There's confetti falling everywhere. Jim <laughs> Knight, who you just had a podcast with, the training, yeah. the training guru of the world. Um, He, you know, did a big intro and all this stuff. I'm like, man, this is where I belong. So fast forward, we go sit down and you know, have our chairs all in a big circle and then, that has my name on the seat and then the next seat over said dave and there was this guy sit down we both sat down at the same time and said hey what's up man i'm shane i'm a vibe host he said hi i'm dave i'm a vibe host <laughs> so, <laughs> so it was just like oh, okay it's like this is supposed to happen you know it's just the universe yeah. put us together at the right place and right time so uh dave's a legend too uh with this with that position as well you know and we all learn from uh, anyone that's been with Hard Rock for a long time, you know who Katie Blodort is. I mean, she is just, um, man, she was our training guru. She was our mentor. And, you know, we we had a good idea of what to do once we got through training and stuff. But she just, uh, yeah. her and Jeff Nolan and Jason Lent. Jason's an ops manager in Vegas as well. And then Jeff Nolan, he's a legend in Hard Rock too. Uh, you know, they yeah. really all emphasized how important it was to really take that position to the next level and, not abuse that power that you have, so to speak, um, by you know being in control of the music. You know, do it the right way. So I think you know, for the time that it ran its course, and um that that we really, you know, we were six. There are bumps in the road here and there. You know, not everyone's going to want to hear the crew all the time or Rihanna. It's just again, yeah. it's something that you really have to. Um, Pay particular attention to and no demographics no age ranges stuff like that but anyways um it was just it's just an it was an amazing opportunity
1: that's fantastic man and and i mean you you know that that's the thing about a program like the vivos it's yeah especially when you're trained by people like kp and um yeah jim Knight. you're getting tutelage from those guys they they take culture and just crank it to 11 it's good it goes yeah
0: absolutely It goes to 11, brothers. It's like,
1: yeah, you think you know, but they just take it to another extreme. You know, um, I I have not ever had the pleasure or uh, honor of of, um, being trained by those people, but I heard all the stories. (laughs) Man, uh, yeah, I just learned so much about, you know, uh, authenticity and selling uh, an experience that rocks, man. So. You know that that's the great thing about what you do, and uh, it's great to hear that you do that in Hollywood, man. So kudos to you, man. Yeah,
0: it was. I mean, uh, it, 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 again, so being in that via post position, um, I have a background in radio broadcast, a little bit, very short lived career mm-hmm. in that. Um, I, you yeah. know, I used to uh, be a stagehand and have right done. I did a lot of local shows in Texas and some mini tours with some other metal bands and stuff here and there. Yeah um you know got an opportunity to to be around some of my heroes in the in the metal world and stuff and a lot of really cool stories and stuff and so um plus have a military background too so i think a lot of things that i did my life um whether it was djing in a club or whatever it was or all kind of led up to what i've been doing for hard rock and you know Mm -hmm. being able to to bring that passion to the brand and create those authentic experiences and at the same time man you know b- being a, uh being a good person you know be a good person yeah. um try to be a leader try to be someone that i mean <laughs> i you know i i take my job very seriously i'm very passionate about it. Good and i you. think sometimes That's i've perfect. been sometimes people say there's something as there's no such thing as too much passion, but you know i'm i've been assertive and sometimes the kids have probably been mm. like god dang it Shane but you know <laughs> but at the end of the day i think hopefully they you know they walk away with hey you know when i worked for him it was awesome and when i worked for the company it was yeah. awesome and then everyone has their own different experiences you know but um yeah so you know i i was used to a certain you know type of culture and 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 atmosphere and stuff when i worked in hollywood you know And so Mm -hmm. then I got promoted in 2017 in October and had to go to San Francisco. And, you know, it's a totally, totally different city, obviously, totally different cafe, totally different staff members. And, you know, there were some challenges, but we got through those, we got through those challenges and and made it, and made it good and made it, you know, a a great place, you know, and, um, Mm -hmm. but you have to, you have to adjust though, you know, like what Hard Rock Cafe Miami does is not going to be the same thing as hard rock cafe Dallas does or Hollywood in the sense of culture. I mean, the culture is the same with hard rock, right? But it's like, you know, what's different about the city, what's different about their music, the people, stuff like that. So I really had to learn how to adjust to, you know, after being in the same location for, for seven years, going to a totally different new cafe, um, you know, totally different vibe and being successful with that. So um, it was a mm. big, it was a big change. It was a really, really big change. But, it's,
1: it's definitely different. Um, sorry to interrupt. No, you, no, no. It's definitely different. No, it's like all the cafes, you know, I've been to quite a few cafes around the world, like all over Japan, Bali, Indonesia. I'm jealous I'm um, Jealous of you,
0: bro. <laughs> yeah,
1: I've even been to the original London Hard Rock I, I admit,
0: so I, I you worked at the uh, the original one?
1: no no oh yeah I yeah it's mean, a great when, group. yeah when i when i took yeah, yeah i toured there a couple of years ago and uh yeah the night before tour started we went into the cafe and they treated us like it's a great it's yeah. a great
0: place i got uh i was really really uh honored and, and lucky to be able to go to hard rock calling 2012 i got picked to go i got that picked to go awesome. for my cafe and that's the year that Soundgarden was really getting back together and you know, they played and I
1: have yeah. seen footage.
0: Yeah, it's also the year that Spring Cena McCartney played and they went over the curfew so they pulled the main sound. Um
1: I've heard <laughs> that. I heard that about um yeah, I heard the boss was I, I saw the video of that. They played it quite a lot at the Surface Cafe and the boss was pissed.
0: Yeah, he wasn't happy, but you know, they still had their, their monitor sound and all that stuff on stage, so you could yeah. you can still hear it, but anyways, but yeah. London cafe is great, man. It it was cool. They I got the same type of treatment that you did. Uh, they we told them we were there for hard rock calling. They weren't even open yet, and they they still let us come in and look around the cafe and and stuff like that. So yeah, man, it was it was great. It was great. But I I envy you so, because I've always wanted to check out a, a lot of other locations overseas as well.
1: Maybe yeah, someday, I've, you I've know. Been, you will, man. You will keep the faith. I, I've been very fortunate, but um, I, I guess. It, what I want to ask you now is we've talked uh, a little bit of, you know, about your background and stuff and you mentioned culture a few times. So I'm always, you know, I'm, I drank the Kool-Aid as, as a great mentor once said to me and uh, the culture is everything to me. And, and I'm curious about your relationship with the HRC culture and the impact it had on you and your life.
0: <clears throat> well, I think number one, um, you know, with culture, it's, it's a bunch of, different individuals coming together to create that. Um, and mm. I think that's what makes it special, you know? And I mean, you're all, you all come from different areas of life, you know, whether it's the different type of music that you listen to, or uh, for me personally, I grew up listening to a lot of different types of music, a lot, you know, that's some cool. people may identif- identify me with, you know, hard rock or that type of music, but I mean, it all, it starts there, you know, and then, And then you take the backgrounds that people come from, where they used to live and how they grew up and, uh, you know, good vibes and stuff like that. And so when I came in to Hard Rock, um, I was absolutely blown away. Like I said, the first day of orientation, we walk in, there's confetti falling from the the ceiling and, you know, there's rock and roll music playing, you know, whatever, whether it was Motley Crue, run DMC, doesn't matter. You know, you walk into that Mm -hmm. and you're like, what if, and it's like, what am I getting myself into? Not in a bad way, but it's like, oh my God, this is, it's like home, man. (laughs) It was like, seriously, at that point in my life, I needed to make some changes and, and do some different stuff. And I couldn't have asked for a better opportunity to come in and be part of that. So you take that and then you take the the background and the basis from which Hard Rock's built upon all the way from Peter Mm -hmm. and Isaac, right? And Rita and all those, you know, all the old school hard rock people, you know what I mean? And you take, um, I think, you know, you have your basic service standards, (coughs) excuse me, um, for what you want to do to create raving fans and creating those authentic experiences at rock. But you want to, you want to do it in a way that's so genuine that people are going to want to come back. And I think for me, yeah. When you start going through your training that, that Jim Knight implemented, um, that all those things that he touched on or that, you know, the training crew at Hard Rock t- t- touched on are not only is it going to, you're going to do well in your job, but I think you're going to do, do well in life as well. Because those mottos that we have, yeah. love all, serve all, take time to be kind, all is one, um, save the planet. I mean, those things really do, they still resonate to this day. And then, you know, there's been a lot of changes in Hard Rock, but I think that if, at the end of the day, being able to still be part of that culture and the impact that it makes on you um, and how you distribute that to other people and how you lead other people with that really will make a big difference. And it's, um, it's impacting me in such a way that, you know, I'm still here. I'm still with the company, you know, and still, I I can't, I can't tell you how much I'm, how ready I am to get back into that atmosphere again, and you know, um, keep pushing that culture and keep pushing our brand to those people who who want to be hard rockers. Yeah. You know, so it's a huge impact, man. I mean, it's again, it's that's great. That's it saved great. my life, bro. It did. It, 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 Good you on know? you, man.
1: That's really that's inspiring to hear. And yeah, I mean, you know, culture aside as well. I mean, let's not forget the memorabilia. Ah. I mean, how, how cool is it to work in a place where you're looking around one minute, you're looking at Chuck Berry's shoes, the next minute you're looking at uh, a set, an original handwritten set list from Metallica, you know, uh, or you're looking at Eddie Van Halen's uh, Frankensteiner guitar, you know, like...
0: Yeah, which, which how, I how, have. We have one there? of those in our cafe.
1: I've seen it. I sat right next to it, man, and, ah, uh, best time yeah.
0: ever. Memorabilia is... Um, It's such a huge, man. And again, man, you really—the cool thing about it is one of the most exciting things about it, and it's something I've always said, and that Hard Rock has said to a certain degree when you're um, when you're dealing with your guests. And you got to remember that some of these, some of the uh, the hard rockers that come in, our our fans, our guests, uh, whatever you may call them, some of them have never had an opportunity to purchase a ticket to go to their see their favorite band. In concert, you know, mm-hmm. and they've never, they might not have always been exposed to that in that in that type of way, right? So, um, I can't tell you how many times, like, I've had people come in the cafe, and you know, and, and like for me, I'm a huge, huge Motley Crue fan because that's what I grew up to, right? And so, oh, you know, yeah. we have Nikki's oh, yeah. Harley there, and that bike, that Harley's been in a couple of different cafes, but, um that bike specifically was on the cover of the girls Girls, girls album. And Nikki had it painted before he gave it to us and all that stuff. So, I mean, I've had guests come in and have never been that close to Motley Crue stuff. And they've literally had a girl, she was all um, decked out and her both arms were fully sleeved with Nikki six and all the guys from Molly. Right. So for her to be able to come into the cafe and be, I let her get pretty close to the bike, you know, I let her get up there and, and the display mm-hmm. and then and we took a picture of it, you know, and don't really let, I've let a few people get on the bike before, but not really a whole lot, but at least let them get that close so, to it under, obviously under supervised conditions, <laughs> very, very yeah, supervised conditions yeah. Um, yeah, and let yeah, them take yeah. it on people. And this girl was in tears, dude. And, and she was going through a really bad time in her life, you know, and, um, uh, what else? Another one that stands out is uh, this kid brought his dad or this, this, this guy brought his kid from Utah to see ACDC. And then he's a big Red Hot Chili Peppers fan. Right. So we had one of Flea's bases that we took out of the display to to put some different stuff up there for retail purposes. And mm-hmm. we let we brought the base out for him. And he just like, dude, I don't even care if I go see ACDC. I just want to see this base, you know, stuff like that. That's- um and then um I got it and I, I always wanted to be able to do this and it finally happened and I have a friend uh, a dear friend of mine he plays guitar in ministry and his name's Sin Sin Kane, yes. and uh I mean
1: Sin Yeah he's, he's he's
0: a very 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 good friend of mine and so I met him Tell I met again. him at the Golden God Awards in 2000 I think it was 2012 and we uh, yeah, we became right. friends, and it started off with him donating a, a, a some artwork for one of ministry's tours, and then I don't know a couple months later uh, he came to me and it's like, hey man, I want to I want to donate this guitar to Hard Rock. Like he didn't want you know he didn't want to get money for it or anything like that or stuff. So um, there's a very specific process we have to go through to obtain that memorabilia, and you know, and we want to make right. sure that corporate's going to be cool with that, and it's going to be something that. Mm -hmm. is going to be of interest and so with sin the guitar itself um is as a schecter it's like kind of like one of those old rockabilly guitars um you know he he played it it was made specifically for him and he only played it for two nights at the hollywood bowl with cheap trick for the 40th anniversary edition of um celebration of Sgt. pepper's album and so they played it on wow. stage with uh, treat, Cheap Trick and so Al Jurgensen and Robin Zander and Rick Wilson are all pretty tight so anyways he gave that guitar to us and so it took it took some time for it to get back to the cafe it really did and and we had to work on it and we finally made it happen I think about three years ago it's been we just had it pop mm-hmm. up on Facebook on That's memories of that day and mm-hmm. so I mean and we were able to hold a memorabilia party for him you know and a, a revealing party and all that, you know, and I mean, that was one of my goals is to, was to be able to do that. But uh, you know, it's not about me. It was about him, you know? Yes. Yes. I'm proud of the accomplishment and, um, and I'm, I was really happy to see the way that you guys at memorabilia design and corporate really helped me get this done. But at the end of the day, it was about him. And, And I mean, his, his mom was so happy and his family was so happy and all our friends were there. And, you know that was that was a magic really, that was a magical really day magical day so being yeah. able to get the opportunity to do that it just again like you said it really hits on um the stuff about memorabilia you know what I mean it's just really really super important yeah. so you gotta know your stuff <laughs> you gotta know your
1: stuff, man. hell yeah bro you, know? you have to man that's that's very vital yeah. very vital part yeah. of the job but, um you know I, I think that's that that's that's really that's really touching what you've just talked about there and you know memorabilia and it's you know I, it just brought back so many memories of me visiting the universal um hard rock cafe and I think one of the you know I was impressed by the quantity of memorabilia but I was also equally impressed by near the service entrance uh were tributes to uh, long term um heroes of the Hard Rock Cafe that, uh, were no longer with the, yeah. the company, um, sadly. And, uh, they had their pins immortalized in a frame with their photos. I thought that that to me was such a sentimental gesture to pay tribute to, to people that were, you know, like you passionate, yeah. you know, really invested Absolutely. in the company. And I think that's, that's beautiful, man. Like I, I, would, I would love to see surfers do that with some of the um, staff that are no longer um, mm-hmm. with us, um, sadly. But you know, um, th- that w- that was just mind blowing. Of all the, all the things that I got to see, that blew my mind. That yeah,
0: one it hits home. All- I heart. mean, I, I was- have a, I have a friend, and a lot of people knew him as well. JD Sakamoto. A lot of people knew JD. Man, a lot of people. He was a legend yeah. in Hard Rock, man. I uh, yeah. did a lot of openings and stuff like that. And so, um, you know, mm. unfortunately, you know, he's not with us anymore. And so he, he, they definitely put yeah. something together for him in that cafe, you know, and yeah, and stuff like that. And so, yeah, but, um, yeah, it's, 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 it's hard that cafe's not, you know, it's not there anymore. And, and, uh, so, you mm. know, but, but, but it was a, 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 absolutely one of my favorite cafes in the United States. Um. You know, it had Tommy Lee's yeah. drum set from Dr. Feel Good and um,
1: uh, um, man, I, I um, all, all kinds of
0: stuff, Absolutely. you know. Um, so I actually, yeah. when they got ready to close, the last piece of memorabilia that they had up on the wall was Vinnie Paul's drums. from So um, I
1: remember seeing that. that yeah.
0: And incredible. so um, they, the guys were really kind. And, you know, cause it's going to go back to corporate and, and to the, you know, to the ball. And the vault. so they were very kind and they gave me the nameplate, plate, uh, when ball Pantera, what? you know, and I mean, I said, Hey, I, you know, and I just, uh, I was like, Hey man, if you guys aren't going to do anything with it, you know, and it'd be cool to have that. And so, um, they were very gracious and gave that to me. And I, you know, just, because I'm a big, huge, huge, huge Pantera fan. So, yeah, I was really – I think – I I know I probably shed a few tears when I, when I got that dude because, yeah. you know.
1: I mean, that's that's beautiful. You know, that's one of the beautiful parts of, you know, working in such a brand like that is that identity, uh, identity of um, passion. You know, the fact that they acknowledge – um your devotion to one of your favorite bands and and rewarded you yeah. consciously. So yeah, I, I had, yeah. I mean, I had a, I had a similar experience with, um, with Kiss. What were well, yeah. you know? Like when Gene Simmons came. Yeah, dude. Like Gene Simmons came to our cafe. He was doing a tour, uh, and he, part of the tour was he did a promotional tour with his um, bass yeah. guitar collection, uh, donating it to the Hard Rock Cafe. They they bestowed the honor upon me to look after him and his wife and uh man that was yeah i mean moments like that
0: we share, we share like a work. similar you know, like, I, I we share a similar experience my friend yeah i did the same yeah. thing with him um with uh him and his wife and his, his kid played at hard rock sophie <laughs> she's saying at hard rock one night. so yeah i'm i'm right there with you man especially when it's
1: actually you know what? Sorry to cut you off there. The the uh, the icing on the cake of that, and you'll appreciate this as a Pantera fan. Um, I don't know if you heard. i I mentioned this on the Jim Knight podcast, but um, I when I was with Gene, um, you know, as you know, when rock stars come in, you give them course, their space, yeah. you give them their distance, Absolutely. you show them respect, right? So my job was to you know purely just to look after his needs. If he needed mm-hmm. something, he'd let me know. And at one point, you know, he's jamming on the Monster Mash on an acoustic guitar, and then he calls me over, and I, I'm like, oh, wow, my heart starts <laughs> yeah. beating and stuff. And, uh, you know, we're just hanging out talking, and it was so cool. And then I just took the opportunity and said, i got to do it. i got to say thanks. And he's like, what for? And I said, well, obviously, there's part one of the thanks is for the obvious um, that I won't go into that you hear on a daily basis from all your fans. But it's the, the second part is I going to say thank you for donating a kiss coffin to Dimebags' family for um, for his funeral, and that just hit home so hard. He, he his eyes got red, you know, teary eyed, and it was a beautiful, touching moment, man. And he, uh, you know, it was it was surreal to see a side of Gene that I think. Few yeah, I think would you. I see.
0: think you. Um, I think you really touched him, dude, doing that because.
1: Yeah, it was special, man. Cause that that meant a lot. To yeah, me. I mean, cause dude,
0: if anyone knew Dime and Vinny and those guys, uh, you know, they love Kiss and Van Halen, bro. Like they love mm. Kiss and Van Halen, yeah, man. you know, so much. And so, um, you know, to have to have him do that with the with the with the coffin, and then plus, you know, Eddie's putting his guitar in there and all the Crown yeah. Royal bottles and everything that went That went in for them. Yeah, (laughs) dude, it was it was absolutely amazing. So good on you for doing that, dude. That was deep. That's deep.
1: Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. It was man. It was uh, opportunity, man. It was. It just. It was the right thing to say. I applaud you so much for saying
0: that and doing that.
1: That's amazing. No, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you know, because I don't know, like things, gestures like that, sometimes. You know, I know, I know, you know, he received a lot of praise and credit from his peers and the media, but just to hear it from a genuine fan on behalf of the fans, you know, I think moments like that, they're they're the of moments that you um, never forget. I mean,
0: I think most people would have been, hey, Gene, did did this, but you, you went, you went for it, bro. You like owned that, you went, you owned that moment and it's just like, ah, I'm blown away by that. Absolutely blown away by it, you know.
1: (laughs) Thanks, man. Oh, man, it's, you know, it's, it, again, you know, it's just one of those moments that, um, you know, where we're blessed with, with, you know, our time with this institution yep. of rock, yep, man, you know, like the stories are just, oh, man, stories are just so many and, and brilliant, you know, so it's exciting to hear tales from yourself. Oh, yeah, your
0: I, got, I got a few, dude, humbling. you know, but
1: I, you know, I...
0: Give me, give me, give me, a um, really one. man! I, you know, I, I just, I'm just. There's a lot, dude. But I'm really just, you know, again, like you said, mm-hmm. I'm blessed and uh, beyond, beyond yeah. grateful for um, the opportunities to rub shoulders with some of my heroes. Um, man, there's, a, there's a lot of, I, I, don't know, dude. I mean, it's, there's a lot, you know, and, and yeah. I, I think, okay, I well. think. Do I think one up. of the coolest give ones, I mean, there's lots of cool stuff with Pantera for sure, but. Well, give me, a, give me a top five.
1: Give me a top five. Of, um, the
0: first time of I went to
1: give me. First. A, a, well, a I'll,
0: I'll give team. you a cafe one. How about that? I'll give you, I'll give you a cafe one. So, yeah, um, it, 2012, um, our one of our old, uh, and awesome sales and marketing, uh, managers. Um, she came to us from Gibson and, um, she used to work with slash. And so she came to us and then she got hard rock to get slash the star on Hollywood Boulevard. So I just got back from Texas and this is a few months or so before this happened. And we, um, we go to, she's like, come with me. We're going to go to the rainbow. And we ate real quick. And then we went to Hornburg Jaguar down the street. And so, they were doing an auction for Guitar Town, which were there are all these guitars set up on Sunset Strip. They're really big with all different types of artists on there. Right. So they were going to they were going to um, donate yeah. those and round off another. And the first round of those guitars and a, an auction and then reveal the second round that we're going to go out on the strip. And so I'm hanging around and then, you know, I'm still kind of new to L.A. in certain aspects and um, just mingling, you know, and hanging out. And then all of a sudden Slash shows up. And like uh, he's like, hey Shane, what's up? Wow. <laughs> what's up? And he's like, uh, <laughs> and then Eileen, you know, she told me she's like, oh, we're, well, Slash is going to get a star in Hollywood, Lord, and you're going to be taking care of him, you know. And, and immediately I was just like, oh my god, you know, this is like I've got to work and be around a lot of some of my idols and all that stuff. But he was definitely one that that I had not had that opportunity, you know, and so. Fast forward, um, a mm. couple months, June of that year, June or July, we did the star ceremony for him and, you know, it was him and Miles Kennedy. Cause you know, if you know Miles, he does alter bridge and he does Slash, So, yeah. um, you know, me and my sound guy, yeah, we took care of him on the stage and then we took care of him in the green room and, you know, and got to be right there with him, man. And so, um, that was probably one of the best days I've ever had in hard rock, you know, and, um, uh, another cool story, and it's like I didn't, and it wasn't even really like meeting anybody famous, but like when I was at San Fran, um, about a month before I moved back to LA, Metallica was going to play the opening of the new Chase Center in San Fran, and uh, I met Lars Ulrich's mm-hmm. uh, assistant or his manager, right? And but the best thing about that day was, you know, and again vibes in san fran versus vibes in la are totally different you know it's a different vibe and stuff but obviously mm-hmm. metallica's home base is in san fran you know and there's a lot of metallica fans all over the world dude and i swear to you it was the one of the best weekends i've ever had in my life for hard rock cuz all these of course there was an abundance of metallica yeah. playing all weekend long they did two shows that weekend you know but just to be around the fans wow and be able to put up the hard rock, you know, like step and repeat and take photos with everybody and just have all that energy in the cafe was absolutely one of the best days ever, man. You know, um, and there's, there's all kinds of stuff. That, dude. There's awesome. You know, there's, there's stuff of being able to yeah. um, cater to kids that come in for Make-A-Wish and see the, their faces light up, um, yeah. you know, and, and be a part of their lives and be a part of their, their special weekend. Um, you know, there's there's all kinds of stuff dude. You know, there's there's all kinds of stuff, you know. Yeah. And, there is. Yeah. So um
1: it's it's yeah, it's it's I, those think, I think another one me, you know, is
0: me getting to sing so me and Vinnie Paul singing One and Dead or Alive together by Bon Jovi.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Serious? Yeah. That is freaking awesome.
0: Yeah, this is it's, I was I used oh, to work down in Dallas shit, at some man. clubs and stuff. We had a night yeah. off and we're hanging. It's called Club Indigo, and we're yeah. hanging out. And I'm outside smoking a cigarette. And unfortunately, he's not with us anymore either. His name was Jeffrey and, and Mayhem. Uh, yeah, it was, um, yeah, you know, yeah. their their bodyguard yeah, got, and their security guy. And so yeah. I'm outside smoking a cigarette. And he's like, he walks up to me, and I'm like, oh my god, what, what's up, man? He's like, I'm like, don't kill me. He's like, no, I love you, brother. I love you. And he's like, hey, but real quick, he's like, Benny wants you to come <laughs> see one of dead or alive with him. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> no way. So we yeah. went in there and oh. sing wanted to dead or alive together and and I ended up at his house. And yeah. fortunately for me, I only lived about ten minutes down the street from him. And so I wasn't very far from home. Um yeah. so that was that was really cool. You know, just being able to go to his house and bartend some of the Halloween parties and stuff. And that was always fun, man. He was always so welcoming. Him and Dime both, you know, always, always so welcoming and you know, and they'll let you crash at the house here and there. So, uh, yeah, just a lot, lots of good stuff, man. You know, those were crazy, and crazy, crazy alcohol yeah. field days, wild days, man. It was all rock and roll and stuff. And so, uh, I think now as I, as I grow older and, and, you know, getting up there a little bit, um, you know, that's calmed down to a degree, a big degree. Um, but you, you really, some days I just look around my house at some of the stuff I have and, and I'm just like, man, it's it's been such a, an amazing ride. And I, I have to thank Hard Rock for a lot of that too, man. I really do. Um I really do. Seriously. Uh you know, trying to trying to be just a that's, good person and build true. a good reputation and um, you know, and and hopefully people see that and hopefully, you know, you, you you make a difference with people and stuff. But um but I absolutely have hard rock to thank for so many things and so many opportunities and um so many friendships and so many awesome moments that i really you know i hope it keeps i hope the journey and the ride keeps going uh for as long as it's meant to be and um you know so
1: yeah anyways
0: how's that how are those for moments are those good your hearts
1: man they're they're more than good man that's fantastic i mean that your heart's in the right place you're you're one of the good guys i hope so tell you that now man that's um the company's yep. in good hands with people like you, man. So yeah, keep up the good work, man. Um, well, my friend, I could talk to you for ages, man. And maybe we'll, perhaps we'll do this. Again yeah, because there's questions, soon. there's questions and, I uh, want to ask you,
0: man. You know, so.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. Well, I, I, so you know okay, I, so give me a I,
0: I, Tell months. me, so you had the Gene Gene Simmons moment, which I, I'm still, my jaw just dropped to the ground when you asked him about question. But out, out of your, that's gold. That's gold. I mean, your tenure that you have with hard rock, tell me, what. tell me the thing that you loved yeah. the most or meant the most to you out of anything you ever did for hard rock.
1: That's, yeah, that's a tough one to answer directly. Um, I, I think it was the, the hard rock giving me the, the keys to the kingdom of just right being able to just be myself like it was the first job in my life where I was told specifically right to just right be you on the floor you know and just given that freedom to be to sell my personality and and showcase myself right. however I wanted that was brilliant you know i I know to this day very few places and it's a lot more commonplace today in in most circles but Back then, it was unheard of to, to be able to walk around a cafe, um, right, decked out in tattoos, wearing a bandana, you know, makeup, whatever you wanted, and just being yourself. Yeah, and that was yeah. your job. Yeah, like, that was incredible. And then over time, the culture, you know, understanding all the the mottos and everything, uh, and seeing how that applies to in the circle around you that yeah that was um one of the great gifts that
0: yeah. um, you know what I and i was honestly fun. i was yeah. really hoping the the, the what you, your your response to that uh just tells me even more how freaking awesome you are i mean i i, I share those sentiments oh, thanks, with you exactly and you know and I'm, I'm probably not as coolly tattooed up yeah. as you are but i got some and you know being able to to yeah. to being able to go around in that environment and and being able just to be you and dude, I'm gonna rock today. I'm I'm job, Gonna go and like that's gonna mm-hmm. rock and like I you know I'm, I may have some difficult guests that I have to deal with and whatever else, but that, but we'll, we'll get through that, right? Of course, we'll, yeah. we'll get through that. But just being able to have mm-hmm. that that opportunity to go to work every day and and do that, like what you just said, is just freaking. Yeah. There's nothing like it, man. There's nothing like it. You know? Yeah. So
1: it's it's the truth, man. It's the truth. And yeah. It, it, you know, it, Again, you know, as, as a great mentor and general manager I once worked with said, uh you Drink know, it. I definitely drank Drink the Kool Aid, man. And uh Yeah, man, we drank it. Drink it. Gallon. Okay. it top, top three
0: top you know, three I, favorite uh yeah. bands. I mean, top three favorite. Yeah.
1: That I like that, to listen to, or that, that
0: have that have yeah, changed your life it. or inspired you. Wow! Oh yeah.
1: I'll definitely Kiss. Definitely Kiss. In no particular order, <clears throat> I'll, I'll definitely yep. say Kiss. I'll definitely say Pantera. Um, it's really hard to give a top three, man. But uh, I, I would encapsulate uh, okay and say Led Zeppelin <clears throat> purely because I have a deep Me too. The blues and soul. Um, Yeah, so for me, Zeppelin's first album um, encapsulates that beautifully and, you know, like shook me all night long. Uh, Sorry, you shook me. You know, tracks like that. I was Um, just getting
0: ready to say that um, song, dude. You you know, all those sort of moments.
1: Yeah, yeah, dude. Uh, Yeah, so stuff like that just really – man just resonates in your soul you know in ways that no, yeah you know, it, it tells about, you how
0: you know how far um like i remember years ago paul everyone knows who paul Oakenfold is i think you know if you know him but it was a song yeah. and they incorporated babe i'm gonna leave you in that song and it was I'm like what cool, and i you know you're yeah. skeptical about stuff like that sometimes right it's, yeah but it was it was freaking phenomenal. Yeah. It was I mean, phenomenal. That, thing, you know? And, you
1: yeah. 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 I mean, it was just like, you know, I mean, with Zeppelin, you know, I could I could talk to them, talk about them for ages as well. But, you know, th- those three bands off the top of my head, man, that is, to me, everything. I mean, I, I would love yeah. to include bands like Van Halen. Yeah. Even The Cure to a degree. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, uh, there, I, think just, I think you and I are so a lot alike, brother, you know? and, um,
0: and and there's so many that I could yeah. that I could name too, and
1: um, you know, and... yeah. I mean, shit, I got I got a deep love of the '50s. You know, Chuck Berry and um, Jerry Lee Lewis and all those guys, man. You know right. that, that stuff just kicks hard, man. And James Brown and Parliament. You know, the funk. You know, just man. That that's to, to leads me to a strong point. One of the great gifts I got from hard rock no, absolutely. was a deeper appreciation of music. I got exposed to so much that I, it
0: was yeah, every, single day. every uh, single day. I I I can't agree with you any more than what you said. Uh, every, every you know there was so much stuff because yeah. um, I got away. I got away from. I learned a lot of stuff, obviously, when I did radio and and plus stuff that I grew up to. Right, but like when yeah. you work in clubs for a long time and and you get acclimated with so many different types of music so i kind of lost touch with that for just a little bit you know but then when i as soon as i got back into hard rock mm-hmm. and i i there was a lot of stuff i had missed out on you know here and there some newer stuff and so when you get exposed to newer stuff and you just keep learning and learning and learning and learning man it just increases your knowledge so so much more um it's great right you're like a walking you're healthy. You're a walking yeah. Smithsonian of rock and roll. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's it, man. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a good it's a good thing to have in our stride, man. It's it so, does it keeps keeps the days rocking and it does put a absolutely smile on our dial, my friend. And well, Shane, man, again, you know, I could talk to you for ages, but um,
0: yeah,
1: I'd love to man. for sure. I'd love to because you have many stories. Yeah, and. Uh, we riff really well. So let's do this again sometime. But, um, for now, Shane, thank you so much for sharing your hard rock and happy days. Well, then,
0: no, the it's honor's a, all a mine. And I, fire. I appreciate you thinking of me and, and, and hit me up and, uh, wanting to do this. And again, I saw what you did with Jim Knight and listened to that. And I was like, Oh my God, I gotta, I gotta reach out to this guy. <laughs> you know? So, but I, I think it's good to be able, to, as we talked about before, <laughs> it, man. we uh, got on. The, you know, it's it's good to be able, especially right now with what's going on. Um, it's good to break up the monotony of stuff and be able to sit down and, you know, have a good conversation with people about good things, man. So for that, I'm grateful, very grateful for you. <laughs> it is, it so, is, isn't it? cool.
1: Right on, brother. Well, thank you so much, man. And you, you take care. All of right, God, man. Take and, care, brother. Uh, See ya. All my love to LA.